And LinkedIn mm. is only as useful and it is only works in direct relation to how big your network is and the quality of your network. Well, you don't know who you don't know who might make a good connection. Welcome to your personal branding podcast with Bernard Kelvin Clive, your number one career and business podcast in Ghana, bringing you expert interviews and insights into personal branding, personal development, and publishing. Now, here's your host, Bernard Kelvin Clive. Right, welcome to another edition of your personal branding podcast. And I'm really excited about this particular interview, waiting for it for all these years and bring you this expert in the area of LinkedIn marketing and branding. Um, my guest today is Vivica Van Rosen. Vivica, welcome to the personal branding podcast show. Oh, thank you so much for inviting me. You tell us a little bit more about you, how you got into social media marketing. I mean, your life story, things we don't know about you on the social media front. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, you know, I think part of my success was I got into social media pretty early and I got the name, you know, LinkedIn expert, both on LinkedIn and on Twitter. So that, I think, helped. Um I, I always say, you know, if you if you want to become an expert in something, you know, get the name and then you're going to have to spend the rest of your life proving it's true. But it, it did give me some focus. And, um, you know, Facebook wasn't wasn't really available to people outside of the school systems when I got interested in LinkedIn and, and Twitter didn't even exist yet. So um, it really was the only social networking site. And then. I, I played around in all of them for a while. I was teaching and training on all of them for a while and then realized really that LinkedIn made more sense to me, made more sense to my audience, which was mostly business to business. And, um, I, I, you know, I, it was all I could keep up with. I couldn't keep up with all the changes. And, and certainly when Wiley asked me to write the book on LinkedIn, I, I realized um, there's no way I could keep up with all the changes on all the social sites. So it's it's been kind of cool to have that very very niche market um and it, and it means i can focus and concentrate on on one thing and you know one audience and and i think that's um part of part of my success story is just having such a focus uh from from an early on uh early on stage Mm, so two driving things that you mentioned. The first one is the ability to be an early starter, early adapter to social media. That gave you a, an advantage. Of it. And the second part is branding you as a LinkedIn expert because of the things you were sharing. So it made you to niche down. So two keys here, focus and niching down and become an early adapter, right? Yeah, if you can really, you know, and it's a risk. Who knew what social media was going to do? <laughs> um, you know, I... I took a risk in one on that one, but we never know. People invest in, well, I can't even remember some of the social media sites that popped up in 2006 and 2007 and even today, and you just don't know. Um, but then again, I, I think about, you know, it's never too late. My friend Sue Zimmerman does Instagram, and two years ago, she hadn't really even heard about it other than her kids used it, and now she's established herself easily as successfully as I have. Um, and she did it in two years, not eight years. So wow. <laughs> there's always opportunity, and it's a combination of opportunity and luck and timing. And um, But if you get all three right, uh, you know, and then, and then really commit to doing the work because it's a lot of hard work, um, you, can, you can experience success. 
Wow. Now let's break it down right away. Breaking down. Want to yep. look at the subject? How do I want? To, how do I use LinkedIn professionally to brand myself and business? What are the steps and strategies that we can learn from you? Sure. Um, well, first of all, make sure LinkedIn is the right audience. You know, if you're business to business or entrepreneurial or in government work, um, it, it probably is. If you sell um, jewelry, you know, maybe you want to be doing Facebook or Twitter or Pinterest or or uh, Instagram or um, uh, what's the other one? Hello or, you know, so you have to make sure that LinkedIn is the right uh, has the right audience for you. Of course, I think that's true for 90% of people um, mm-hmm. and certainly for your audience. The second thing I would say that's really important is know why you want to be on LinkedIn. It's, you know, some people want it for lead generation. Some people want it for subject matter expertise positioning. Some people want to use it just as a way to curate useful information. Some people use it as a CRM or like a client relationship management tool. Some people use it for recruiting. So know why you want to be on LinkedIn. That's that's essential. And then be really clear on who your audience is. That's marketing 101. That's not necessarily <laughs> LinkedIn one, right? But you can't be all things to all people. Um, again, I think I've had the success I've had because I focused on LinkedIn, not on all social media and all marketing and all sales to all audiences. Um, so be very, very clear on who your audience is. So when you write your profile, that you are writing it in the right voice to the right audience. So those things before you even sign up for the first time. Um, I always get asked, you know, is it better to have a bad LinkedIn profile or no LinkedIn profile? And of course, the answer to that is neither. Um, if you're going to have a LinkedIn profile, at least put aside one to two hours to build it. Now, it doesn't have to be all at one time, but you, you want to put in that time. It's free <laughs> and you want to make sure you look as good as possible. LinkedIn shows up really high in a, in a Google search. And so the last thing you want is someone searching for you or your company. Your LinkedIn profile shows up. They go to it and it looks horrible. Um, so that's, you know, you make set aside the time to invest in it. And then some basics. Upload a photo. Upload a professional looking photo. Mm-hmm. Right. It doesn't have to be necessarily a $1,000 photo shoot session. Uh, <laughs> we all have cell phones with, well, most of us have cell phones with cameras in it or digital cameras. Yeah. Take a hundred pictures against a white wall and pick the best one. You know, ladies put on the makeup, gentlemen, at least brush your teeth and, and comb your hair that day. <laughs> and wear, you know, glasses on, glasses off, hair up, hair down, suit jacket on, suit jacket off, tie on, tie off. But do a bunch of photos and choose the best one. Of course, you can use that on all your social media. Um, but for LinkedIn especially, you want a professional photo. And then you want to actually write your LinkedIn profile first in a Word document or a Pages document if you're a Mac person because you want to make sure that there's no spelling errors. I work with a lot of C-level folks, um, you know, CEO, CFO, COO. CIO, and almost all of them have had spelling errors in their LinkedIn profile, right? And usually it's because an assistant has put it up for them. They don't even know. Um, But, I I mean, I just worked on one um, 
and and the chief operations officer had chief spelt incorrectly, C H E I F. So, oops, in the in the professional headline. So get your photo, write your LinkedIn profile first in a Word document, know your audience, um, and know your keywords. Know the search terms that people would be typing into something like Google, because LinkedIn works very in a very similar way. So things like titles and job positions and um, you know skill sets and industry acronyms um, and industry jargon um, things that that your clients might type into Google to find someone like you you want to make a list of, of 20 to 30 to 50 of those keywords or keyword phrases and then as you write your profile the summary section the experience your education your projects as you add that information in you can gently pepper those keywords in where it's where it makes sense where it's relevant and that will also make your profile more findable so even doing those few things can make a big big difference in not only being found on LinkedIn but when you're found on LinkedIn looking professional enough that people are wanting and willing to engage with you well, that, that's that's a truckload of information. I know. I think you process. <laughs> Listen to this again. <laughs> Hit pause. <laughs> Great. I, I wish we could do this uh, to use a, a typical profile. So the first thing is to do a very good professionally taken photograph. It doesn't need to be a studio work, but a very good uh, photograph of yourself with a good uh, device. Then you need to get a good uh, profile, well written. You said we should use Microsoft Word to have it types. Because of errors and in names and, and grammar, then the third most important thing is to look at keywords that you make your profile uh, findable. Exactly. Great. So with, with, with this, how do you begin to stand out? Your profile to stand out among your other words, B2B or B2C to stand out from um, the masses using just a LinkedIn profile to attract business and also uh, brand yourself. Well, what's nice is LinkedIn has just added things like um, there's a new hero image on your personal profile. And so if you've got a website or even if you've got just a nice Facebook page somewhere, um, you can create a hero image, which is actually 1,400 by 425 characters. Um, and that that can really help you stand out. You can brand it to your website. You can add a photo of Johannesburg in the background or, of, <laughs> uh, you know, of, of Melbourne or of, uh, you know, New Zealand or, well, New Zealand's big, Wellington. You know, so you can, you can really brand it how you want. Um, I recommend, of course, if you've got a professional presence, brand it to your website. But do something to make you stand out from everybody else out there. You can put your contact information on that. That's what I've done with mine, um, as well as, you know, it looks very similar to, to my website. So that's one thing. You can add media. So you can add, you know, like we could upload this podcast, the MP3 from this podcast we could upload in there. Um, YouTube video links you can add. Certainly you should Google yourself and go, oh, yeah, I forgot I did that interview or I forgot I was mentioned in that newspaper article or, you know, anything, any honors, any awards, any mentions that um, really give you – more of a credential than just saying, hey, I'm awesome. You know, you can upload those. I've got a shot of the, um, 
the Forbes, you know, top top 20 mm-hmm. list so that it's like, yeah, every, and, you know, a lot of people say they've made these lists, but here's a picture of it, you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's an, here's me being interviewed by this person or, you know, whatever. So anything that you can add to kind of credential or, you know, if you're into graphic arts, upload your portfolio in a slide share presentation or add links to websites you've designed. So, Depending on what you do, there's some way that you can not only prove that you do what you say you do, but you, you, people can see it. And, and that's going to make them trust you a lot more and be more willing to engage with you, too. Wow, so we need, we need something to prove not beyond the words that these are yep. images and audio content. There's a file. There's something to show that this is me or this, this is how my expertise can reach or things that I've done to show Exactly. You know, one of my, it's, it's kind of a joke nowadays, isn't it? But one of my clients actually sold real estate in, in, in South Africa. And that's, you know, people joke about that. Isn't that the biggest scam? Mm-hmm. But he really did it. And so that was a challenge wow. for both of us because I'm like, how are we going to prove that this is true? So, you know, we took a, a photograph of his, his, um, real estate license and we, we, added links and took photographs where he was mentioned in some real estate deals, you know, in Dubai and, and then locally. Um, so uh, interviews that he had done on TV. And so when people went, "Uh uh-huh, sure. And then went to his profile, they saw, Oh no, wait, this guy's for real. Uh, and Hmm. you know, so there's a lot of times where because of the, uh, lack of honesty in the in the world of the internet. You know, you might mm-hmm. have to, it might take you a little bit more to prove you are who you say you are. But again, as long as there's any proof at all, um, you can add that in the form of media. You know, in the form of images, etc. My first question on Facebook, and this is by Zakiu. He says that. And um, this is question: this Is marketing with LinkedIn not a white elephant these days? <laughs> you know, that's. It, yeah, <laughs> um, it, 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 it's interesting, and I think the reason LinkedIn, a lot of people think LinkedIn doesn't work, is first of all, it, it's kind of backwards. When you when you first mm. get started on LinkedIn, it's not going to work for you. Let's get that out there right away because your network, you won't have a network yet, and LinkedIn mm. is only as useful, and it is only works in direct relation to how big your network is and the quality of your network. So, you know, there's a lot of scams out there. You can buy a thousand connections for 50 bucks or something or five bucks on Fiverr. But, you know, 1,000 fake accounts is not to <laughs> mean that you have a good, a, a good network. So you, it is going to take some time and some diligence for you to start growing your network. Now, LinkedIn realizes this, and it gives you some tools. Like you can upload your mailing list, or you can link your Gmail account to LinkedIn. And then I would say be a little bit careful. Don't just invite everyone. Uh, Hmm. There's a couple limitations on LinkedIn. You only get 3,000 invitations, and they've kind of limited for free accounts. They only want you connecting to about 10 people a day. So if you upload your mailing list, um, you're not going to be able to go out and to connect to some people every day. So there's some limitations. Be careful. Only connect to people who you think can help you in your business. Um, 
LinkedIn on the homepage has something called People You May Know, and it, it works really, really well, by the way, on your mobile phone. LinkedIn, mm. LinkedIn's mobile uh, device is very handy. And um, so you can, you can find those people that you, you should know or you might know or are friends of friends and invite them and slowly growing your network out to two, three, four, five hundred people, both who you know or who you think you should know. And once you're at that level, LinkedIn starts being usable. But it might take a month or two months of inviting 10 people a day um, to, to get to that point. But don't lose faith because once your network is big enough that you're visible and you have better access to the types of people you want to be connecting with, um, then it is a powerhouse. Then it is an incredibly useful tool. But... It takes a little bit of effort. And unfortunately, that's why most people go, oh, LinkedIn doesn't work. You know, exactly. right? They build their network. They connect to 10 people. Every time they look at someone or try to connect to someone, LinkedIn says, oh, you have to have a paid account for that. Don't worry about it. Take the month, the, you know, the 30 days, the 45 days, the 60 days to slowly grow your network. And then you'll notice that LinkedIn actually does start working for you much more effectively. So the key phrase here is, is the quality of your LinkedIn is, de- is dependent on the quality of your connections yes. that you have. Quality and quantity. You know, you might have, you might be connected to the 10, you know, CEOs of the top 10 companies in the world, which would be mm-hmm. great. And if you are, please let me know. I'd love to connect with you. <laughs> but it's still not going to be big enough. So you really need a combination of... You really need those numbers somewhere between three, at least three to five hundred first level connections, people you've invited or who've invited you. Um, and those three to five hundred people need to be real. They need to be quality. They need to be useful. Either they themselves would be a good client or their network would be a good client. Because remember, we have kind of the friends of friends thing going on in LinkedIn as well. So, and what I love about LinkedIn is you can see the path, right? If you, if you find someone on LinkedIn, you can go, oh, I can join a group and connect with that person. Or I can have this person introduce me to that person. So LinkedIn shows you the path and gives you the tools, but you have to have a decent sized network for it to work at all, really. Do you think or do you suggest that we should accept every connection that comes no. your way? <laughs> I used to. <laughs> um, I used to say, and in fact, I can't, I think I didn't say that in my book. I think I changed my mind by that point. You know, when I started out on LinkedIn, <laughs> there was only, I think it was five or seven million members. So, you know, and we were all in business. It, it hadn't been picked up as a scammy, um, you know, hadn't been abused yet. So I was accepting everyone. Mm. Because what I said back then was, you, well, you don't know who you don't know who might make a good connection, mm, right? That's true. But, and nowadays, there are a lot of scammers out there, um, unfortunately. And so what I say mm-hmm. is, first of all, you can go to someone's profile and pretty much see if they're real or not. You know, if, if they've got a picture, a name, 500 connections, 50 groups, but basically no other profile nothing you know not much in their experience no projects no skills no endorsements you can pretty much go yeah that person's probably not for real um especially if they seem too good to be true you know if the senior recruiter at apple is contacting you and she looks like a hot 22 year old model and she went to harvard um probably too good to be true so definitely take a look at the people's profile before you connect with them um 
And if it looks like a real profile, but they're so outside of anything you would ever do, uh, then, you know, for me, if they're physical fitness trainers, you know, <laughs> I need one, but I'm probably not going to use one. So uh. it's, it's completely outside of my network and people that I work with. However, you know, if it is an executive in a company I might want to work for one day, or if it's someone in their audience would very strongly be B2B or government or legal or, or medical, then I'm like, okay, that's one of my that's one of my verticals. That's an audience I work with. So even though I might not work with that person, I probably would work with their audience. So sure, I'll connect with you. Hmm. So connect with people that you think will be useful to your business or you think you'll be useful to theirs. Because, you know, it, it is also about giving and about being helpful. So if you know that you can contribute to their business in some way, by all means, connect. Um, but be 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 strategic. You know, be open and, and definitely connect to people you don't know. But be a little bit more strategic about it. Don't just accept everybody anymore. Mm. Okay, it's good I'm connecting with you. Yeah, anyway, yeah, we'll connect. Because I did about two years ago. <laughs> 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 All right, there's another question. A question coming in. This is from Otter Wilson Amor. He says that there are rules in every game. Yeah. From your experience, what are the do's and don'ts of building a professional LinkedIn profile? Yes, so let me tell you the don'ts because let me tell you also, I have broken every rule there is on LinkedIn and I've paid for so a couple of don'ts. Don't have one, more than one profile. Now, a lot of people create two profiles by accident. They don't even know they have two pro I had one lady. She had eight profiles and had no idea. Oh. <laughs> she, but don't on purpose create more than one profile. First of all, it's hard to manage. Um, and secondly, it, gets, it goes against LinkedIn's end user agreement. You can have as many company pages as you have email addresses or websites, rather. <laughs> but... Um, only one personal profile. Uh, the other thing I see people doing a lot, and this was what I, well, I've done, I, I did, A, I made the first mistake, um, and LinkedIn's going to mm. make you choose. Um, at some point, someone will turn you in, and LinkedIn's going to say, do you want this profile or this profile? And it was really a bummer, because my, my secondary profile, I just created a free, I have a paid account, and I created a free profile, so I could see what was happening in the world of free profiles. And I really liked it. It was a smaller network. It was a tighter network. I was more engaged on it. It was really my favorite of the two LinkedIn accounts. But my other one had 20,000 connections, so I, I picked that one. Uh -oh. <laughs> but um, so only one profile. Um, don't put anything but your last name in the last name field. You'll see a lot, and I did this too, and this is the they shut down this account. So I've had, I think, five LinkedIn accounts. Um, <laughs> hopefully this is my last uh -huh. one but they shut down me they shut me down once so the first one that I created in 2005 was shut down because I put LinkedIn uh, Vivica Von Rosen colon space LinkedIn expert so in the last name field, mm. I had Von Rosen colon space LinkedIn expert and someone out there is teaching people to do that and it's a huge no-no and LinkedIn will blacklist mm. you LinkedIn will make you not findable in the search I know because it happened to me so don't do that. You have plenty of places to put your keywords and your search terms or even your contact information in other areas of your profile. Even right underneath your name, there's something called a professional headline, which is title at company by default. 
But you have 120 characters there. So that's where I could say LinkedIn expert, wrote the book, LinkedIn Marketing Hour a Day, Forbes Top 20 list, call me at 970-481-8916. You know, I can... I can put that information down there, but don't put anything other than your last name in the last name field. Those are the two main no-nos, really. Um, you know, everything else is mm. kind of do it first in a Word document so you don't have a, spell, a bunch of spelling errors. Um, you know, do things like make sure to customize your website so it reads, click here for my podcast instead of, you know, my website. You know, so there's... Mm, mm, you can mm. customize your URL so it reads www.linkedin.com forward slash in forward slash your name. So any of that, you know, make sure you do. Um, in fact, I'll get you a link. I just wrote uh, uh, an article on the top 25 things to do on LinkedIn. So I'll, I'll, I'll make sure you get that, that link. But, um, but the oh. main two no-nos, don't have more than one account on LinkedIn and don't uh, and, and don't um, put anything other than your last name in the last name field, unless it's like a degree. You know, if you've got your PhD or something like that, by all means, go ahead and pop that in there. But um, <laughs> but don't put a keyword or anything like that in the last name field because LinkedIn really frowns on that. Uh, great, 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 great. Don't sound understand. <laughs> now another question. This one, James, he's asking. What role is an online marketer? Uh, which marketing strategy can can help build a brand for him? Sure. Um, so then, other than all the branding stuff we've already talked about, you know, make sure you've got your hero image up there, you've got your imagery, and make sure you connect strategically. One of the things that you can do, which um, which which you know is I think very useful, is um, you can de- or you can. Um, Oh, sword I'm looking for. You can you can create on LinkedIn what's known as tags, and it's a way mm-hmm. of segmenting your network so that it's easier to communicate with them. So if I was in internet marketing, um, you know, so well I am kind of. <laughs> so I have a LinkedIn product. Well, I might have a LinkedIn product for job seekers and another LinkedIn product for. Um, for uh, lawyers and another LinkedIn product for my medical folks and another LinkedIn product for my financial folks. And I don't necessarily want to share the same product with all of them, or at least I want to make it appear Mm. that the products that I'm sharing with all of them are unique to that audience. So I can go in, and it's much easier to do when you have 500 as compared to 5,000 or 15,000 connections. <laughs> but I could go in and go, okay, well, okay, Dr. John Smith is a medical doctor. I'm going to tag him as a medical prospect. And, you know, and, and, and Jane Doe CPA is an accountant. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tag her as a financial prospect and et cetera, et cetera. So I can go through my entire network, which is actually what I'm paying my assistants to do for me right now, and by looking at their profile, see what kind of prospect or if they'd be a prospect or a vendor or maybe an influencer for content marketing and, you know, influencer marketing. So I go through and divvy up my, my audience and then I can send those segmented lists of people private messages and those messages get opened um, more than an email would. So about a 20% higher mm. open rate on a LinkedIn message than an email. And because they're first level connections, I don't have to pay LinkedIn for an in It's just a private message to that grouping of people. 
And you don't want to just hit sales messages all the time, right? So I wouldn't go buy my product, buy my product, buy my product. I'd do something like, hey, did you know that on LinkedIn you can customize your URL? Here's a quick video on how to do it, and here's the steps on how to do it. And by the way, you know, I've got a whole program. If you're interested, just let me know. And then, you know, put the link to the program. But that way I'm always sharing something helpful and useful and interesting to them, maybe, hopefully. And then even if they don't hire me or buy my product, when someone else says, hey, do you know someone who I could interview on LinkedIn? They're like, oh, yeah, you should check out that Vivica chick. She's always sending helpful, useful information. So that's kind (laughs) of where that comes in, where that's useful. Um, But, yeah, the more you can segment your audiences on LinkedIn and send them information that is helpful, useful information that is specific to them, where you can, and it doesn't take that, after you've segmented your audience, as long as you continue to do it, it doesn't take that long to send them a message. Literally a matter of one or two minutes, maybe a month. But I got to tell you that that tool of segmenting your audience and then sending them messages once or twice a month works incredibly, incredibly well. And it makes them wow. feel like you are, you know who they are and, and that you're, you're interested in them and you, you're, you're invested in their success. That's the key. They have to feel like you're invested in their success. And then, you know, you just, you have a better chance of them either hiring you, buying your product, or certainly referring you. Most of my 100, well, 90% of my business comes through referrals now. Oh, that's a power. Which is good because I don't like cold calling. (laughs) I refuse to do it. I think you almost answered Albert's question. Albert posed the question. What is the best way to market on LinkedIn for SMEs? I think you've, yeah. you've answered most of well, that. And here's, so that's good. That You definitely want to do that. Of course, you want to share updates. And it doesn't always have to be your own content. It can absolutely be other people's content. You can become known as an excellent curator, right? Um, but another thing that you want to do to, to establish your subject matter expertise, and this is a do as I say and not as I do. I've been so busy. I, I have <laughs> not kept up on my publishing. But the LinkedIn, plus I've, you know, pretty much established myself already, but LinkedIn Publisher, which is their long form posts, right, Mm. which is similar to a blog post. In fact, please feel free to use your blog posts. That's perfectly okay. But the long form publishing um, is really great because it's findable. The content is findable in a search. And that's LinkedIn got rid of that ability a while back. And so the fact that this is now findable in a search is, is really, really powerful. Um, I would absolutely, definitely recommend that you use the, the, the new LinkedIn publishing tool. Um, absolutely, everyone should be doing that. Now, now how, how do you use groups effectively, LinkedIn groups? <laughs> you know, um, I like groups. Here's, here's the truth about groups. Groups are great. Okay. So anyway, I don't know where I bet. But groups are very useful um, because you can can send messages to each other and not have to be first-level connections. So that's where they're really useful. (laughs) But I personally have found some groups to be a little bit more spammy or unregulated so that you don't get the meat out of the group, which is supposed to be. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I'm, I'm a member of 50 groups. I probably only pay attention to about five. 
um, just because they're, you know, like you said. Now, LinkedIn introduced something uh, about 18, 20 months ago called SWAM, which is site-wide auto-ration. That has really cut down on spam because once you get a spammer in there and enough report him, he's automatically pretty, his content or her content is pretty much banned from everybody's email, mm. <laughs> just from, or everybody's groups rather, not just from one group. So that is cut down on it. And there's, yeah, the, I, I'm probably only active, like I said, in 10% of my groups. Um, but those groups have been very, very good to me. I've gotten work through them. I've certainly built relationships through them. And I don't even use groups as effectively as other people do, just because for me personally, the ROI isn't there. Mm. But man, I've got friends of mine who have created the subject matter expertise groups. Um, my friend Ari Morch is a expert in um, LinkedIn for uh, hotels and social media for hotels and, and that industry. And his group is like the go-to mm. place. So, um, I, you know, it, and he's taken some time to build it up and nurture it. It's just like anything. You know, if you nurture it, it grows. If you ignore it, it withers and dies. That's true. In future, what are you looking forward to see LinkedIn in 2015 and beyond? What are some of the few things we look forward to have and we need to grab them? Sure. Um, so LinkedIn continues to buy companies. And anytime LinkedIn buys a company, look at it. So a couple things. I mean, LinkedIn bought SlideShare mm -hmm. ages ago. But it's only now that they really have the system. In fact, LinkedIn bought a lot of tools um, five, six, seven years ago, and they, and they didn't have the platform to support them. Now they do. So look at SlideShare becoming a much more viable part of your marketing. In fact, I'll probably do a whole webinar just on SlideShare because content is searchable. It's crazy visible on Google. Um, it's, it's, it's visually appealing. So definitely um, get a SlideShare account. They're free now because LinkedIn bought them. Um, integrate SlideShare with your LinkedIn and create content using SlideShare. And there's tons of free videos on good ways of, to do that and what you can do. Uh, so SlideShare is one thing to be aware of. LinkedIn bought the Connected HQ CRM, Customer Relationship Management Tool, and just integrated that about a year ago. Look for more functionality with that CRM system. Um, you know, uh, pay attention to um, anything. LinkedIn's a big believer in content marketing. So continue to pay attention to the publisher platform. There's probably more stuff coming there. Um, LinkedIn traditionally, LinkedIn ads have pretty much sucked. <laughs> I mean, the ROI in LinkedIn ads is actually pretty bad. Um, unless you have a whole lot of money to uh, to invest, which I, you know, I don't, or, or I, I don't choose to anyway. Um, but LinkedIn bought a, a really, really cool um, social ad platform called Bizo, B-I-Z-O, or Zeto. And once they integrate that, I think LinkedIn ads are going to just be awesome. So... Even though they suck right now, don't write them off entirely because I think LinkedIn ads are going to be a lot better in 2015. So, yeah, just keep an eye on what LinkedIn's buying right now, what, what companies LinkedIn is buying, and know that that means an integration that we're going to get um, access to and we're going to be able to utilize. Mm, and are we expecting any book or update from you in, in 2015? Um, yeah. <laughs> 
I know I need to redo uh, LinkedIn marketing mm-hmm. hour a day. Um, you know, the problem with books is they're so mm-hmm. static and LinkedIn changed. So LinkedIn literally changed its user interface for the first time in seven years. One day, one week before my, my book Ooh. went to press. So we, we were pretty hard pressed to get those those slide, those screenshots and then they've changed it something like 12 times since then so you'll get ebooks from me I'm going to do more and more courses on Linda L-Y-N-D-A dot com I'm a, I'm a big fan of Linda dot com I'll put that in there and I'll, I'll send that to you too so you can share that um, in fact I've got a, a free trial there that you can you can check out I'm probably going to be doing more in that arena um, pr- products ebooks videos, webinars, a lot of it will be free. Um, you know, mm-hmm. here's the thing. The, the, the long tail, the nickel and dime, I'd rather give it away for free to, pe- to people who can't really afford it and then, pay, and, and then get my big companies to pay me lots of money. Mm-hmm. So a lot of what I offer out there is free or there's free trials or that kind of thing. So just keeping an eye on my website is probably the best thing to do. Um, but yeah, that, you know, you'll always get new content from me because LinkedIn's always changing. So there will always be tons of stuff out there from me. Uh, you, you're using one of the strategies I believe in, uh, giving a lot of value upfront, then you can get get them in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've used, you know, I the, the the little guy used to be my client, you know, fifty bucks an hour, hundred bucks an hour. But uh, like I said, I I prefer bigger paychecks, and then I can spend the rest of my two time doing, you know, free interviews and 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 free webinars and things like that. So, um, and that's not that that doesn't work for everybody. But for me, I use LinkedIn more for subject matter expertise positioning than anything else. Getting interviews like this um, because you know. Now all of a lot of you will check out my website and maybe you'll share it with your boss and maybe he'll hire me, right? <laughs> sure. So <laughs> that that's what I do. <laughs> that's powerful. That's 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 powerful. Now before we as we run up, let's get a little bit uh, uh, a little bit on the fun side. How how do you relax as a busy woman working studiously, giving content? How what what causes you to relax and have fun? I am so fortunate. I'm I'm like I'm really I'm the luckiest <laughs> girl in the world. I um. I moved to Colorado about 12 years ago uh, because I hated Florida, but I, I decided to, to consciously make a life, voice, life choice, life change choice, life choice change, um, just because I love living in Colorado. So I live in a, in a, in a state I absolutely love. Um, we moved to a house in the hills, so other than really bad internet, um, I, I live surrounded in beauty. I can literally, op- I work at home. So I can open up the door to my office and walk out into the mountains. So I, you know, every day I try to get out into the outside. I try to hike. We're, we're, I'm five minutes away from this amazing hiking trail. Um, I ski. Um, when it gets too cold or when I'm done with Colorado, I'm a scuba diver. So we go, you know, we go to St. Martin's or we go to Nassau. And, you know, and honestly... It's because of LinkedIn, because I've got the freedom to work at home. Um, I'm making the kind of income that allows me to do that. Uh, I invest heavily into my business, and, and then I invest in my life balance. I have a great um, partner in life, so he's awesome. I'm very fortunate. I unfortunately just lost my puppy, but we'll get another one eventually. So I'm really, I'm so blessed in my life, and, and, it, and it is because of 
the choices I made and luck and timing to, to wrap this up whole full wow. circle. Good, good, good work life balance. That, that's exciting to have that. So important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. So important. That's wonderful. And I love to travel and I'm really like, I really like that. Um, I, I mean, I am, although I'd love to come to South Africa, so anyone listening, you know, uh, <laughs> or Europe, I love Europe, um, but I'm really fortunate, so I do get to travel around the world, and I always add a couple extra days, especially when I'm going to Europe, um, mm. to get in the sites and to meet the people and to learn about the culture. Um, I love traveling, even though I don't like the airlines <laughs> anymore, but I love, I love, um, I think it's so important that we immerse ourselves in other cultures, because you know, social media was born in the U.S. We're little, you know. Hey, I'm 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 now American by choice. I was born Canadian, but I you know, we're very self-absorbed. <laughs> you know, we are, That's and true. and so it is so important for us to see how other cultures live, um, so that we we can expand um, ourselves, and so that we can become more balanced in the world, and and not take our own gifts for granted we're so mm. so lucky here in the u.s um but also so that we can really appreciate the gifts of other cultures oh, I like as that well point. i like that that's that's important i look forward to hosting you here and come some few yes and working on we'll work on that to host you here that'd be great to have you around well i'm here and you are more than <laughs> welcome to uh we'll, we'll schedule another interview for sure <laughs> wonderful oh and, and i would love to come down there yeah yeah just you yeah, work on sure. that <laughs> Joburg, Cape Town, you know, whatever. <laughs> that would be great. That would be great. All right, so let's look at this. Lastly, a lot of people are looking up to Vivica Van Rosen. Maybe they're admiring you as a mentor from afar, as a coach. What would be your billion dollar advice to them? The young ones, the age men, the older ones. What would be that? Invest in yourself. Um, I, you know, I my... A couple. Th- so the book really changed my business. So it was really, but I can't tell you how to write a book, and I can't tell you how to get a publishing contract. Um, I lucked out. I truly, it, it was luck. It was luck, and it was connections. Um, so I can't tell you exactly how to do. It. There are plenty of other people who out there who can tell you how to write a book and get a publishing contract. Um, so, but but what I will say is the second thing that really changed my life is when I hired mm. help, and I I wish I could remember who told me this, but it's like the best. The best piece of advice I ever received, which is to only do what only mm. you can do. So if someone else can manage, and I'm not there yet, 100%, trust me, but if someone else, and if you can pay someone five bucks an hour, ten bucks an hour, two bucks an hour, you know, there's lots of, uh, there, Elance and, 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 uh, you know, there's lots of, of services out there, but if you can afford, even if you think you can't, to pay someone else to do what, you know, what is menial to you, to manage your email, to manage your calendar, to post your posts for you, to whatever is menial to you. If you can pay someone else to do that and only focus at what you're a genius at, you will grow your business. You will realize you, you are worth money. Your time is worth money. You'll stop giving yourself away for free. You'll, you'll stop, um, You'll stop diminishing yourself. You'll charge more. You'll charge what you're worth because you have to because you have to pay the person who's doing all the menial work for you. Um, you know, and you'll have more time and you'll have more brain power and you'll have more energy to really grow your business that you are brilliant at. So 
I, my assistant, you know, she does all my posting. I go, okay, post this for me. And she takes care of all of that. And that used to take me hours per week. And she does it better and she does it faster and she loves it. So it's a win-win. I get to pay her and she gets to do what she enjoys doing. I hate it, but she <laughs> enjoys it. You know, I pay an accountant. I hate numbers. Oh my God. I keep, I know what, what's going in and what's going out, but I let my accountant deal with that now. Um, I need to give my assistant charge of my address book I, or a charge of my calendar. I haven't done that yet. But if you can do, if you can afford to do what only you can do and you can start investing in yourself by investing in other people to do those things for you, do that and find hmm. mentors. Oh my gosh, I was so lucky. People like Mari Smith and Bob Berg and Mitch Meyerson and, and I mean, there's just Andrea Vall and Jamie Turner and Lon Safko and and all of these people are my friends and my mentors. And if you can find someone who can help mentor you, um, whether you pay for it or not, um, so important. Mentors are so, so important. Um, and, and, and here's the other thing. Do what mm. you love and then do what you need to to pay the bills. You know, you, you, a lot of people quit their jobs to do what they love because do what you love and the money will follow. Well, the money might take three, six, nine, twelve months to follow, and time your mortgage needs to be paid, your kids need to be fed. So I worked, I worked my day job for a year until I made enough money that I could replace. And it, you know, for a while I was living very cheaply, but I worked my day job for a year before I could replace my income with what I was doing, you know, teaching and training on LinkedIn. Um, and and I'm glad I did. I did not need stress of not knowing where my mortgage payment was coming from <laughs> at that point. Plus, there's a bunch of other stuff that happened back then. So um, do what you love and pay the bills, you know? <laughs> we learned. There's a, a heavy piece of tip and advice to people because the do what you love phrase or caption passion also, as much as it's very important, so it's also driving some kind of people astray because they are doing just what they love and you're not able to uh, foot the bills at the earlier stages. So they tend to give up that it doesn't work. But if you're able to balance it, as you mentioned, do what you love, but do what that you need to do for the bills. Yeah, and you know the other thing is if you do if if you do what you love but you're not making wise choices like the other thing I did I invested in all these get rich quick mm. schemes. Like, right, I did the real estate thing and lost $10,000. At least it was only $10,000. I did the pills and potions multi-level mm. marketing thing and that, you know, several times cuz I'm not smart enough to learn the first time. <laughs> If it seems too good, there, it, it's true. If it seems too good to be true, it really probably is. And understand that there are a lot of great programs out there, a lot of great programs, and you have to do the work. You know, there's so many, especially in internet marketing. There's so many great programs out there, and you listen to these guys and gals talk about the millions of dollars they've made, and they have. And they're really good at it. And just understand, you're not going to get on Facebook today and make a million dollars tomorrow. It's mm. work. It's hard work. But it's more fun than, you know, say, cold calling, too. Um, and you have to understand, these guys and gals who are making one, two, three, four million dollars on, you know, a webinar launch of a product that they're doing, they're also investing thirty, forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars in in people and marketing and and pro, you know. So just understand, it's not that you're going to go in there 
work for a day or two and make a million dollars. Um, it's not the lottery. So be be wise in where you invest your money. I sure wish I'd invested that $10,000 in hiring an assistant rather than that real estate <laughs> scam. So just, you know, that's just something else to be aware of. <laughs> now, right away, where, how can one connect with you? Your website link? Sure. Well, if you, you can find me, um, if you just Google LinkedIn expert, I literally show up first. At least I did yesterday. So I hope you that's did it still today true. as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you can always click on that link and, and reach out to me through LinkedIn. I have hit my 30,000 limit. Um, but just say you can, my, my assistant keeps an eye on this. So just say, hey, I listened to you on the webinar and I, or the, the podcast and I'd love to connect. Um, and then she'll make room for you. So uh, definitely that. I'm going to put my LinkedIn um, URL in there as well. My website is linkedintobusiness.com. Uh, you can find me there, and my contact information is there. You can call me. Um, my Skype is linked.intobusiness. Just tell me who you are and where you heard about me. I don't accept Skype connections unless you tell me who you are and where you heard of me, but I will if you do that. Um, so that's my Skype. Uh, I'm Vivica at LinkedInToBusiness.com. If you have any, you know, questions you want to ask me via email, I do a LinkedIn chat. Well, I'm going on vacation, but <laughs> my, <laughs> but we do a LinkedIn chat every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, which I'm not quite sure what time it is over there, but 8 p.m. Eastern, and we have a lot of LinkedIn experts. But you can usually find me, and I'm at LinkedIn Expert on Twitter. Um, so for sure, reach out to me on Twitter. I try to keep an eye on that, and. Um, yeah, you should be able to find me okay and reach out to me if you need to. <laughs> great, great folks. Connect with Vivica Van Rosen. She's loaded with a lot of insight. <laughs> thanks. Thanks so much, Vivica. Thanks, thanks. Is there any special word you want to say to uh, folks out there? Any special thing? Yeah, you, you know, I would never have dreamed 10 years ago I'd be where I am today. Um, other than I just kept, you know, I had a vision board. I did the affirmations. And I just... It, at some level had deep faith that everything would work out and no matter what life throws at you just keep that faith and keep that vision and whether you believe in God or a bigger power or whatever just know something out there that's bigger than us whatever you want to call it Allah Muhammad um, is 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 there to help us create the lives that we need especially if the life that we are creating helps other people. I really strongly believe that. And just know, we can't, I mean, social media wasn't even around 10 years ago. How, did, how would I, well, I guess it was, but how would I have known that this was even mm. possible when I started, right? And and yet here it is. So, so there's something bigger than us. It's going to help us create the life we want. You just have to have faith and stay focused. Well, great so much, and God bless you for this. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, great. I want to recommend my books on Amazon for you today. Visit Amazon.com slash Bernard Kelvin and get access to all my 15 plus books for you today. I recommend the latest book on personal branding that is Rebrand, the ultimate guide to personal branding. Get one today and grab a copy for someone else. That is Rebrand. The best is yours. <laughs>